You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It is time to go through the Adelaide Crows bonds. So we've got Adelaide and Port Adelaide tonight. We'll start with the Crows. Now, their key addition from the offseason is obviously Isaac Rankin. Obviously. Uh, however, they're out. Jimmy Rose won. Luke Brown retired as well. So let's get to their strengths. Let's start with the Crows' strengths. And I mentioned Isaac Rankin. It is, for mine, their forward line. On paper, their forward line can be very, very damaging this year. Now, if you go through, you've got Taylor Walker. You've got Phil Thorpe up there. Rochelle Fogarty, I think, is going to have a good season you got Rankin and some other really good small forwards. So they should be able to do some real damage in 2023. What about their weakness? Their weakness for mine is the midfield quality and damage by foot. I think that they've got some accumulators in there that can find the ball, but I don't think they've necessarily hurt the opposition over the previous couple of years. I like what they've done in particular in their first practice game by giving Sam Berry more time in there, Harry Schoenberg more time in there. They're looking at different options. Um, Obviously, Rory Sloan is coming off an ACL reconstruction, but I think they need to look at how they can hurt opposition um, with their midfield more by foot. Pressure gauge on the Crows? I think the pressure gauge on Matthew Nix is high. Uh, Under Nix, they've finished 18th, 15th, and 14th. So it's a fourth season in a row that they wouldn't want to finish in the bottom six clubs because that would be seen as a fail this year. Uh, I've got question on the talent of the list um, and the pressure will definitely come for Knicks if they can't show consistency and real development to be able to ascend up that ladder. Who needs to perform for the Crows? I think for the Crows, uh, a player that needs to perform is Chase Jones. Uh, He was picked nine in the 2018 draft. He's played 58 games in four years. So he's starting to get to a stage now where he's out of contract at the end of this season uh, where does he play? Half forward, half back. There's some question marks there, but um, I think it shows that's averaging 15 games a year in your first four years. It's time to either take that next leap or potentially it might go the other way. Obviously, it's half back for Jones, isn't it? You would think so, um, but uh, I think there needs to be some more consistency there. Their most improved player this year. The most improved player for the Crows is going to be Sam Berry. He finished uh, 2022 really well, and I talked about uh, his opportunities in the midfield. He spent 68% of the game in uh, attendances in the centre bounds last weekend, which is the most of any Adelaide Crows player. So I think he's going to get a really good run at it this year, and I think he's going to be very strong for them on the ball. Who wins their best and fairest? The best and fairest for mine with the Crows is their Mr. Fixer, and that is Jordan Dawson. Now, he can play anywhere for them. He's their captain for a reason. I still think he can play like your Scott Pendlebury around the midfield, around the ball with his silky left foot, but also his ability to slow the game around him down. He makes decisions quicker than other players, and so he's very good in traffic, which is why... I understand they'll play him on the wing and they'll play him at halfback, but he's got to be around the footy for mine to be able to make uh, the opposition hurt and really have that damage uh, to the opposition. Where do you see the premiership window for the Crows? Yeah, I think for the Crows, it is six o'clock. Now, they've been rebuilding for three years under Matty Nix, um, 
But I still don't see them being quite ready with the talent they have to be able to um, push for a premiership this year. And uh, I think there's other reasons in that too. Now, they've only got uh, six players on their list that have played over 100 games. Now, when you have a look at that, most of the teams that are uh, premiership fancies or at least contend for a premiership have a good half a dozen players that have um, that have played between 100 and 200 games. Now, they have Matt Crouch, who's played 136. Is he in the best team? I'm not sure. And Paul Seedsman, who's played 132, who unfortunately won't play. So they've got four guys over 200 games. And then if you take those two out, zero in between that 100 to 200, which is where a lot of your core players come from when you're pushing up the ladder. So I still think that uh, the development of this group has still got a lot to develop because they've still got youth in this side. And so I don't quite see them being ready to contend in season 2023. So having said that, where do they finish on the ladder? Having said that, I've got them finishing 13th. I think uh, it's it's going to be another challenging season for the Crows. Uh, I like what they're doing, looking at younger players through their midfield. But in saying that, with that comes inconsistency. Uh, I think that they've got a nice forward line on paper, but they, they've definitely got some development to come um, through that team. I like ranking going through the midfield as well.